Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK and I'm joined in Texas this time by my wonderful friend and co-host, it's Felicia Jones. Hey Paul, how you doing? I'm alright, uh, I have to say, I have been a little bit under the weather over the last few days. I, I lost my voice yesterday, thought we couldn't record, the voice is back, I don't know how I'm sounding, maybe a little nasally, I don't know. You sound better than whatever it is that you did when you messaged me. That was scary. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind. Of, it was kind of like I don't think I can speak. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a little terrifying when I got that message. Like, wow, what did you do? But you claimed that you weren't partying or didn't have no. long nights. So yeah, no. So, no, the only but... thing the only thing I've done is go to Germany. Um, but I think I possibly picked up something before I went mm. to Germany. And then obviously I went to Germany and spread it <laughs> and then came back. There you go. Sick. That's so British of you. Look at you. Isn't it? Isn't it kind? <laughs> I, yeah, I know. You're colonizing with the disease. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't call it colonizing. We call it exporting. I exported. Oh, oh, sorry. I sorry. exported something to Germany. I, um, okay. Oh, can I just say this is, this is like mm -hmm. an immediate aside. But this was the first time that I'd been to a European Union country and had my passport stamped. Ooh, look yeah. at you, because you're officially a foreigner to them now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, that just meant that we had to stay in a big old queue uh, for a long time. And I felt very aggrieved and salty about the whole experience having to, you, you having to wait. British. Yeah, Ugh. I know, very British. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? You guys voted to not hang out with your friends anymore. So now yeah. I assume there's going to be a new crop of travel influencers trying to rack up passport stamps um, from out of the UK. So there you go. You can start that journey. Uh, yeah, uh, well, absolutely. I mean, the, the, it's interesting. When I went to the States in October, I didn't get a stamp from Boston. And I thought, that's unusual. So I'm quite glad that I've got a I've got to stamp him a new blue passport. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I got a stamp uh, when I went to the UK. Oh, you get a stamp when you come into the UK. But what's what's quite interesting is that we are currently suffering here. It's it's now the Easter holidays um, mm -hmm. uh, from a school perspective. So the schools, schools are now closed and a lot of people go on holiday. And um, there is a bit of a nightmare situation going on at Dover, which is our main... A ferry port to the continent. I mean, it's not the only ferry port, but it's the it's the shortest journey, so it tends to be the busiest. And there's like 14 hour tailbacks as people wait trying to get through border control. <laughs> and wow, uh, yeah. And and what happens here uh, in certain parts is that French the French border control is in Dover, and the British border control is in Calais. So like they switch it. Um, yeah. And people are up in arms that it's taking so long and people are struggling when they're reminded that we voted for tougher border <laughs> controls. <laughs> Y'all voted for this. So this is what happened. Yeah. Like everybody There's, else trying to get in. You wait in exactly. that line. <laughs> you're, you're saying stop the boats. The consequences of a tight migration or immigration policy is that you have to like have everybody's passports checked. See, what used to happen before was, even though we were out of the Schengen free movement zone in the European Union, you would still just kind of like wave your passport 
at the French and you'd be waved through. Yeah, I saw that. Long at all? You get those signs. So it's like if you're an EU citizen or whatever, you could just go through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like when I would come to the UK, I have to wait in the line. So now you and I could just hang out in the line together. That's cool. We could. We could. When I was yeah. in flowing into Berlin, it was like Alle passports, and then there was the the EU Schengen um, queues. <laughs> well, not I say queues, not non queues, non queues mm-hmm. yeah. uh, through <laughs> through a machine, but. You know, there we go. That's what you voted for. Sorry so to you're, remind you're uh, people. In the other passport category. We, awesome. Yes, we are in the <laughs> other group. <laughs> but other than that, I had a wonderful time in uh, Germany. Thank you very much. Cool. Uh, it made me, um, I've never been to Germany before, really. I mean, I've transited through the airport, but never actually been to Germany proper. And I have to say, it was a wonderful place, Berlin. Very, very uh, inexpensive to go to, mm-hmm. very efficient, very clean, uh, very friendly, English everywhere, like billboards. This is the thing that surprised me, billboards in English, like adverts in English. Yeah. Which I, which I thought, oh, well, surely it would be in German. Um, but no, uh, I just thought it was great. I thought it was great. The food was great. The efficiency was great. Um, very fascinating Berlin with all the, the history and stuff like that. Thoroughly recommend yeah. it. Okay. I've only been to Germany once, but I didn't go to like a mass, uh, a big city. I went to military bases. It was still really cool. Very pretty countryside. So I'm glad that you enjoyed Germany. You got through the passport control. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and, and for everyone, if you're listening, I mean, if you are listening, it's not an if. Um, I hope we can figure out a way. <laughs> so Paul can take a photo because he looked like he just came back from German Germany. So if you ever have a stereo, yes, if you have a stereotype (laughs) of what a German would look like, Paul fits it. He even has on the turtleneck. Because you call it a a roll neck? A roll neck. Okay. So Uh, he has on he has a roll neck turtleneck, so he has the stash. Um he has his hair. It has a slight little poop this time and you can tell it's grown out (laughs) in the back. So uh so yeah so and he has on I think he had on dark rim glasses, so he he looks like he came back from Germany. So yeah, I'm basically I'm basically <laughs> like because we stayed in the eastern side of Berlin, right next to mm-hmm. like quite close to the big 1960s East German TV tower thing, and uh, so that's what I'm that's what I'm channeling. I'm channeling 1970s like Eric Honecker um, kind of vibe uh i'm 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 loving it shall i can i give you like my one piece of german that i know yes okay so i apologize to any germans that are listening but this is this is <laughs> this is what i know ich mochte ein stück schwarzwälder kirschtorte bitte that was terrible ich mochte ein stück schwarzwälder kirschtorte bitte okay what'd you say any idea no nein okay that is uh, I'd like a piece of black forest gato, please. <laughs> now, I usually just know how to order pizza and go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Now, a German girl once taught me I don't like that piece of carpet, but I can't remember what that is. Were we talking about carpet or something different? No, we were talking about carpet. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. I mean, I don't know where you met this <laughs> German girl. So In a bar. <laughs> could be back in your club days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows what she was really talking about? So, but it sounds yeah. like you you had fun, and I, I have to say, you know, you're in your zaddy mode. So I actually took a photo of 
that episode and I posted it on LinkedIn <laughs> of just telling people like about the podcast and everything. So I think it's, I think it's great what you're doing. I mean, you got like, your skin is all beautiful. You got nice yeah. clothes, you got new haircuts. Yeah, learning languages. You're like a man of the culture. You're you're getting you're outsourcing more things in your life, and it's so funny because I'm going completely opposite than you. I am like two steps away from being a beach bum. I can I can see it. I can see it. You know, you're there <laughs> in Texas, just floating around the continental United States, Both. just doing what you like. Yeah, I'm like just kind of floating around. I mean, still got the skincare routine going. Not doing makeup. Yeah cut my own hair. Um, I get, I walk the dog like four times a day, kind of like in my soft mode life. And um, we're, we're selling the house. The house is under contract. So I will officially be without a home in about 21 days. And life is good. So I'm so excited. I get to see you do all these things. And I, I will I, I'm not living through you. I just get to watch you and I'm I'm just, I'm so excited. And I, I want you to eventually come to where I am because at some point I know you're going to burn out and I'm just going to have the drinks ready for you. So, and I've been working on my hmm. non-alcoholic beverages and frozen mixed cocktails. So I'm, I'm good. Uh, it's very interesting how, <laughs> uh, how kind of our, our paths have kind of di diverged over <laughs> over the last three years I kind I kind of feel like this is I'm not saying this is my moment but you know this is this is a very interesting time I do feel a little bit more like I've got my shit together um and and doing lots more experiences you're kind of like casually you know living your life on you know on wheels and mm -hmm. I'm like flying to Germany for cultural experiences and uh doing uh, so something I did yesterday was I did an audio art installation experience called Seance. Uh-huh. And where it's, uh, you put in a shipping container Ooh, in complete darkness stressful. with some headphones on and you have to put your hands on a table like a seance. And then in your headphones, there are all these like sounds that, that are happening. It makes you feel like they're happening around you, even though they're clearly not in the shipping con container. Uh, hmm. for, for 20 minutes like all of the senses are taken away apart from what you're what you're hearing and people you're hearing people being dragged away and then someone comes and whispers in your ear and all this it's quite kind of frightening um yeah that does not sound like a, an experience that I want. yeah 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 well it, they, they said don't come if we're easily scared and I was like I'm really easily scared but you know let's 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 do it um, but quite, quite, quite an interesting experience. If you get a chance to do anything that's kind of like audio only, very, very, very fascinating. Um, but that's the kind of thing that I'm doing and you're just like walking the dog. <laughs> I know it's, you, you know, it, I, I, and I think I've told you this, sometimes I kind of struggle with like, what am I supposed to be doing? But I always get back to like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing because I've done, I, I like to think that I've done a lot of interesting things in my life. Um, I haven't really skated through life. I've done, I've been a professional cheerleader. I've danced. I've been on a national television show. I have definitely traveled a lot of the world, traveled for work, worked for the Navy. Um, I've met so many amazing people. And I could definitely say like over maybe like when COVID hit, um, I probably was, <laughs> I think 2019, I was probably in a burnt out mode because I was doing all like 2019 was like the year of all the things, but uh, it's been cool. I mean, I have enjoyed the hell out of my life. 
And I feel like this is just an, another phase where I'm kind of stepping away from trying to be like in the limelight and trying to do all the social things. And I don't know, it's, it's a very interesting phase of life, but I enjoy watching you do it. It's like, it's like fun. <laughs> <laughs> and well, and it's, it's a different type of fun where because sometimes people watch you and they're either jealous or envious. And I'm not jealous of what you're doing. I'm not envious of what you're doing. Um, it's almost just like I like I enjoy watching you experience all the things and mm -hmm. um, and seeing you have fun. And that's what's then that's what's kind of cool. And I and I'm, I'm starting to see that that is a big difference of how people relate to you. Either they either they really are just happy for you. Or, you know, or they're just haters. I mean, most people are just haters these days. But, uh, but yeah, 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 it's kind of fun just watching. They, <laughs> the, the, most people are haters, but I, I think I've taken the view that, like, screw them. I was having a conversation today where it's like, you know what? I'm so over people who, who can't be there for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, who can't, yeah. who can't yeah. like, celebrate your wins or just be happy for you? I mean, just piss off. You know, I'm just not interested <laughs> uh, in them at all. Um, and I'm surprised at how, maybe this is the zaddy coming out, but I'm just surprised at how confident I am of that, really. Like, I've, 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 I'm done. I'm done with the people. You know, if you're, if you're someone that wants to stop the boats, we can't be friends. So that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with that. You know, you do your thing. Uh, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. We need. Well, yeah. I say I don't watch the news. I kind of need to know what's going on. Otherwise, this is just going to become a lifestyle show. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I mean, maybe it should. <laughs> maybe we can should. do that. <laughs> I'm okay but, with that. Uh, yeah. I think maybe this is the, the culmination of like what humans have, have you know, maybe like we're, we're totally exhausted now by humans. Maybe there's like very few <laughs> humans left that, that just don't no, they're exhaust. No, they they are there. Ugh. We're ignoring them. And that's and that's the cool thing about it is that you get to choose to pay attention to them or not pay attention to them. And that's where mm. I think over the last few years of, you know, running a business, trying to do the thing, you know, trying to be all out there, you do go through those phases of like, okay, you got people who are just straight up haters, then people who are just trying to hang on because they, they think you can make them or give them something that's a that's an odd one too to be around but yeah when you're kind of in a a space of like you know i'm like so happy with my life it's interesting the people who kind of drop you because it's like oh i see you're not posting on social media anymore so i just assume your life is bad it's like wow okay how about mm. you just call me and ask me what's going on you know uh it and i i think and then, of course, being around some younger people, you know, and they're always having, you know, um, issues or challenges making friends. And, you know, I kind of want to tell them, like, you're always going to go through these seasons with friendships and just realizing that these seasons do change. And and some people will stay and a good chunk of people will go because you're growing and sometimes they don't need to grow with you. And and the other issue, the other thing I saw is somebody on Twitter was asking women or of course they were younger do you feel like you're a woman or you're still a little a, still a girl on the inside and so many of them said that like on the outside i pretend to be a woman but i'm just really a girl who i just want somebody to take care of me and not like wanting a man to take care of you but kind of like insecure and stuff and i was like wow that's so interesting because when i was in my 20s never felt like a little girl never felt like it. i always felt like a woman so maybe 
I've always had that confidence there, I guess. But um, it's, and that's why I guess I'm not trying to always relive other things that I've experienced. But yeah, these seasons are these these seasons are fun. But I, I do enjoy watching people experience new things. So because it's like, why not? But I'm I'm just so ex- excited that you're you're there because I feel like in the next ten years you're going to be where I am now. You're going to be like ready to get on a boat and go somewhere. So I'm just gonna I'm just got I gotta wait you out, Paul. That's all. <laughs> well, it's it's quite it's quite possible. I mean, I have told the children that they've got. I mean, actually, next week it'll be like nine nine years. I think nine years um, before <laughs> that's that that's it. I'm done. And there's a TikTok going around at the moment that I keep seeing that's being stitched by some person who's saying basically um you know you think the uk is great but it's actually not and you really need to to get out of the uk and here's why and he goes on to explain like how much better it is in other countries and how bad it is here and i have to say having been to germany last week i did come back thinking hmm how come i can get like a train from the outskirts of the capital city right to the center of the capital city (laughs) for about four euros Whereas in in Britain, it would be about £25. Oh, wow. Uh, and, you know, the trains don't work. And actually, the, a lot of the trains are owned by the German state train operator or the Italian state train operator, you know, because we mm-hmm. privatised it and we basically send all the cash there. Uh, how come we're <laughs> in this situation where nothing, nothing works and yet here's a country where it's cheaper and all this kind of stuff? Anyway, so uh, lots of people are like stitching this TikTok saying, well, look, here I am. Um, I lived in Australia and this is why, you know, this is, this is quite good and I'm living here and, you know, up comes somebody going, well, here I am in Costa Rica. Whenever I think of Costa Rica, mm. I think about you and mm, how you keep saying how great Costa Rica is, you know, so great. Awesome. Um, and I'm not like looking at it going, that was quite appealing really. <laughs> so that's well. probably where I'll go. <laughs> Costa Rica. I mean, I'll give you some locations. You come with us. We'll be we'll be in some type of island uh, by the time you're ready. Yeah, you'll have a boat so by then, won't you? Yeah, we may have a boat by the end of the year. Ooh. Now, I would say come and pick me up, but honestly, I wouldn't <laughs> come in a boat to this country um, if I were you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, th- I think someone might look through their binoculars and, uh, you know. <laughs> we'll be coming on a catamaran, so maybe it's a different type of boat. Well, it's a slightly different type. It's a slightly different type of boat. Yes. Yes. yes slightly different. Uh, you know, Dustin and I actually talked about that the other day about this, you know, people saying it's better outside of the country. And I was trying to figure out, is it really better in other countries or did you just leave the baggage that your country put on you and you decided to live another life? Because I, I go back and mm. forth with, can you, can you live this life here in the United States? Um, I was part of a, I did a speaking gig for a group called Exodus Summit. And these are women who are, they support each other with exiting the US <laughs> um, and finding wow. jobs and things like that. And I was just like, is it really different, you know, or, are you just leaving baggage behind? Because every time I've left the country, it does feel like, oh my gosh, there's like the weight of the world is off my shoulders. And absolutely knowing that no other country is better depending on what you're dealing with. But um, can you find that same sense here in the United States? And I kind of want to challenge everybody to say you can, but you have to break away from so many norms 
in order to do that. And I kind of see it with doing this RV thing is that you got to break away from the norms. And um, when you're still in a country with your family and your friends, it's not that your family and friends hold you down. It's like you psychologically are held back because you're still trying to fit in. And when you go somewhere new, you kind of don't care because nobody knows you and you get to start over. So, um, so yeah, I, I think you could still do it in the same country, but you're, you'll probably go through the, uh, uh, the things that I'm going through right now, realizing that you really don't relate to people anymore because people either think <laughs> I, you're a little odd or some people think you're just so free. They're just like jealous. Um, and then you just see the world so differently. So I don't know. It's a very odd feeling to be in right now. <laughs> I think you can possibly do it more where you are than where I am. Like, I think if, mm -hmm. if pe people who sell their house and live in a motorhome are considered uh, sort of outcasts of, of normal society. See? Here. There you go. <laughs> well... Yeah, but like not in a good way and not that they're just living. I mean, actually, there are people who are going around the country just living in a camper van. I know there are. As I've spoken oh, to Oh, I follow them, but... some of them and they're doing yeah. well. So, the... <laughs> yeah, there are some people doing that. I spoke to a lovely lady actually a couple of weeks ago who is like a, well, she's a coach um, mm -hmm. and, you know, um, like a therapist kind of coach. Um, anyway, uh, so yes, there are people doing that. It's just that, the UK is so small compared to where you are. Like you can't go, oh, I don't know, it's really cold, so let's go somewhere warm in the UK. You can't, you can't do that. You would have to, you would have to leave. So at <laughs> you, least, you at least leave. in the US, you can do that. Yeah, and and that's the beautiful thing about the United States. It's so diverse here with where you can go. But I think it's just breaking away from the the norms that you're used to. Uh, I'm pretty certain there's at least one person in the UK that has like dropped it all and went uh, and lived an amazingly different life. And um, of course, people will always think you weird. And I think that's the other thing. We don't like being judged where we mm. live because everybody, you know, you get in an RV. I mean, I still deal with that. My, you know, some friends and family, they think we're, you know, vagabonds and purposely home <laughs> homeless. You know, like my sister was like, I just don't want you to be homeless and living on the streets. It's like, we're fine. Like we're probably more fine than what you think we are, but that's what people think is like, we're choosing to be homeless. And I have to say this, I'm, I'm going to throw in some racial things here because my husband is white and I'm black. And a lot of my friends and family think that he is um, like torturing me to live this life, to be homeless and mm -hmm. living an RV in a trailer park. So um, people think, yeah, it's a weird little place to be in. Because they think he's forcing me to do all this stuff. So, <laughs> so it's nothing yeah. to do with you. It, no, it's nothing to do with me. And the same thing when we got married. We got married in Grand Teton National Park, which is one of the most beautiful national parks ever. Uh, it was uh -huh. just like he forced you to get married outside, right? Or in this park. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> so I think you have to be... If you're going to stay at home and change your life dramatically, you have to be ready for the feedback, unwanted feedback, the the losing of friends, the people judging you. Whereas when you do leave a country, no matter what the weather is, it's just so easy just to fall in because now you're very intentional with finding the people to surround yourself with. Whereas at home, I do think it's a little harder to break away because, you know, we still got to go home for Christmas and everybody bring those crazy aunts and uncles who got too much stuff to say when they get all liquored up so 
So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's actually better in another country, but, you know, I, I think it is easier just to completely change your life. Um, and yeah. Go I, I mean, I'm interested in the idea that you you take that moment to change your entire life. Like every, like it's like the fresh start, isn't it? The, the place where you're yeah. going, few people know about you. If you take your social media with you, then, and you know, to flex back home or whatever, then yeah. there's an element of, of that there. But it's perfectly reasonable. I suppose you could do it anywhere, but if you're going to change your life that drastically, why not change it drastically? Yes. You know, why not go somewhere yes. where the weather is different and the people are different and the way of living is completely different. I mean, if you yeah. really need to do that clean break thing, then then do it all. Don't just move from, you know, London to Birmingham or Manchester <laughs> or, or whatever. Just do it. Go go all in. You, you might as well if you're going to change your life. So I think this has been, it has been a very eye-opening experience to go to the process of like, okay, we're going to go full-time in an RV. We're going to not just sit in one place for a long time, but we're going to actually move around the country, sell the house. Like, I mean, even we have been telling like my mom that we're selling the house since last year. And she's still like, so what are you going to do when the house is gone? You know, it's like, we're going to live in the RV. So it's, it's like we have definitely dramatically changed things. And because we have brought in the boat element, I, I think that's another level of people just cannot relate to like, you're going to do what? Like mm. how, what's going on? And one of the young ladies that um, I used to go to networking meetings with, so somehow found out that she sold everything in Colorado. Her and her husband just moved to Florida like two months ago or January. Never sailed before, but they bought a boat and like living their best lives ever. So now I talked to her because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous because she's sending me photos. Because so, I'm like, I want to be on this boat now. But mm. yeah, they like sold it all and just left the mountains and now i mean they're they're sailing down to dry tortugas to go snorkeling and i'm like hella jealous right now (laughs) um can i just ask in in Mm -hmm. this new soft life that you're leading in terms of the people that you're coming across are you coming across lots of other people who are living their soft life or are you coming across people that are sort of misfits and vagabonds and people who are just like out of society? Um, with the RV life, it's interesting. I, I'm, not, I'm not the person that'll go around and start talking to everybody. That's just not me. Uh, but it's, it's a mix of folks. In some places, there are a lot of retired people and they're kind of like bitter retired. Like this is all I can afford in retirement. So I'm going to sit here and be mad all day. You have those people Um, and then you have the permanent people who are the full time. They live in an RV full time, but they don't move around. They just stay in the same place for 10 years at a time. So uh, they're more talkative like this park that we're in now, like everybody like grills, you know, grills in the evening and talks to each other. Um, You could definitely tell they're a little bit older than me and they seem to they seem to be living life. You know, they go to work every day and stuff like that. Um, and then, of course, you have some people who are living in RVs for financial reasons, trying to save money, can't afford a home. Um, so it's a, it's a it's a mixed bag of people that we're running into. Um, every blue moon, we run into people like us, uh, like, you know, still working, still have to work because we got to still make money and um, mm-hmm. but still traveling around. Uh, we've only met one other couple and they were out of Colorado, which is funny. Uh, so. 
I don't know. We're heading to a national park in uh, in a week, so we'll see what what happens with that. But um, I definitely have to tap into friends that like outdoor stuff now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Like, and I and I was telling you off off air that yeah, I definitely tell I'm in a season of friendship changes, and I was like, whoa, haven't done this in a long time. So it's um, things are, are shifting, but it's been it's been pretty cool. But yeah, not too many vagabonds. Not that I noticed. No. Okay. <laughs> not well, when it, not yeah, when people I... got two hundred thousand dollar motor motorhomes next to me. No. Well, quite, quite <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like elite level of, of vagabondage, if that if that was a thing. So yes. So you were not. For some. <laughs> so it's, that's that's it's very interesting. Uh, um. So would you say? And I think this is a good place to to wrap up actually, because we've managed to avoid the whole show without talking about like anything uh in the news which is we gotta talk about good, happy stuff because the, the news is whew, the news is too much so we gotta talk about happy stuff it's, yeah 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 i'm happy i'm happy with the happy episodes um so would you say like you know this show is called humans exhaust me where you are now are humans more exhausting or less exhausting than your former uh housebound city life I would say humans are more perplexing now because mm. you see people get caught up on things that, that don't matter. You, you know, you, you know, and of course we kind of base a lot of things from what we see on Twitter, reminding me that Twitter is not a, a real world at times, but um, it, it's like, I feel like I have stepped back and kind of look inside to some degree and and appreciate that life is short. And so now when I look at other people getting very caught up in, in the minutia of things, it's just, it's so perplexing to me. Cause it's like, I want to yell at them. Like you do realize life is short and you stressing about this one thing is, is so small compared to the bigger things that are going on. So, so people, they're still exhausting, but a little bit more perplexing, I think with, mm -hmm. um, getting caught up in, in everything. Cause you still, people still got their flags and you know, the, the person next yeah. to us has all of their blue lives matter and less, you know, succeed oh. Texas, you know, <laughs> they're Bush Reagan fans, <laughs> which is like old school MAGA. So that it's just like, and to me, that's perplexing. It's like, why are you getting caught up in, in, in this craziness when this life is that short? So I don't know, just mm. perplexing, still exhausting the hell okay. out of me though. <laughs> Well, the thing is, at this stage, you're not completely disowning all humans. I mean, we're we're still talking, so that's that's a good sign. Um, but yes, it's no, it's I'm very very interesting to see where where this goes. Well, look, I think um, I want you to keep keep focused on the the prize <laughs> at the end of the road here of, of of the boat and your your truly solitary life um, in the middle of the ocean. Uh, but for now, you know, it's important to maybe be able to connect with the human beings that you see on the uh, park. You can live a second life through through me and my increased um, societal involvement, um, viruses know. and all. I have to wait for you to like drop me, you know, until you get like so famous. I'm not cool enough for you to hang <laughs> around anymore. That's usually what happens. Yeah. People are like, you know what, I'm moving places and you're not. So I'm just going to like leave you alone now. So. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, like, I control the the um, 
the the podcast like technical side of things really so one day I could just agree that we that you know instead of our Tuesday day I just record it I don't show up to Tuesday I just record it on my own and say unfortunately Felicia can't be here uh, anymore. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. So I guess I got blocked, y'all. Okay. There we it's go. just me. It's me. It's just me, everyone. Yep. <laughs> I'm full zaddy. So, it's all about me. I know, but yeah, it's uh, I, this whole experience is going to be cool. But you know, I have to tell you, I will not be in the middle of the ocean when we get the boat. I'll be around more people than you think. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because you're only allowed to like go like within five meters of the the coast, right? To begin yeah, with, or we're something. Still gonna, we're going to do co- coastal cruising so we're going to still be near land safe yeah good yeah. Ad- good idea yeah. well i look forward to hearing more about that uh you'll be pleased to know i don't have any particular uh experiences between now and uh, then our next episode i'll try and find something good <laughs> that I, you know you can like live the societal thing through me but uh, maybe next week we'll we'll have uh, something not quite as frightening to talk about we need an update on the bingo card uh, oh, as well, see where ooh. we are with uh, with that. Um, but yeah, yeah but until until next week, why don't we just leave it there and wish everyone a very uh, oh, let's say happy Easter to those people that celebrate it. I don't know, yeah. that's happy that's Easter. interesting. It was Palm think, Sunday yesterday, so yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't follow these things. Anyway, have fun, and <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>